You're listening to Behind the Shield, giving you 15 minutes of inspiration, triumphs, and more with the Salvation Army. I'm Captain Ken Chapman, Area Commander with the Salvation Army in Orange and Osceola Counties. I'm, I'm sitting here with this incredible gentleman, George Carrion, who lives in our uh, booth towers and has actually came from our men's shelter. So, George, tell us a little bit of background about your life and what what ended up bringing you through the doors of the Salvation Army. Uh, okay. Well... I had a I had a small little place down uh, Ronald Reagan, and since my dad passed away, I have a house in Puerto Rico. I thought of going over there, sell the house, so I can maybe buy me a mobile home. But when I went there, I got caught by Hurricane Maria, so I I had a heavier come back because there was no way to get my medication. So when I came back, I still had my car. Um, what I, I slept in my car for uh, three days. That's when I found, I remember Salvation Army, because over the years I used to bring donations. Like, like I would go, remember when Toys R Us was open? Yes. I would go buy a, a, a one boy's toy and girl's toy and take it over. You donate to our angel church. Yes. yes, so I went there to ask, because somebody told me they have a men's shelter. So I went over there, uh, it was a Saturday, the gentleman talked to me, he, he tried to convince me to stay, but since I was nervous, I left and slept one more, that third night in the car. Sunday, I said, that's it. I went back to the Sunday at, at three, and I waited, and, and that's how I got into shelter. So is it safe to say that you became homeless because of Hurricane Maria? Yes. Okay. And so you found your way to the doors of the Salvation Army. Do you have any family? Yes. I got, a, I got my brother, and I got a son and daughter. But I didn't want to bother them. Did you ever deal with substance abuse or alcoholism or anything of that nature? Oh, no, no. I smoke regular cigarettes. Yeah, okay. That's the only bad habit I picked up. Uh, we'll work on that with you. <laughs> uh, so you came to the, the door of the Salvation Army, basically said, I need a place to stay. Yes. Help me do that. So the Salvation Army brought you in. Yes. And Robert Rockwell, our manager of the men's shelter, welcomed you with open arms. Yes. And so we have emergency shelter. Then we have transitional shelter. So you went from emergency shelter yes. eventually into the transitional program. Tell me what happened there. Yes, I, um, I, I slept one night. At the emergency, the one of the guys I uh, I met, he told he explained to me about the program, and he told me don't 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 leave. So I just stood around, and then as I was by the gate waiting, that's when Mr. Robert Rockwell passed by, and I and he told me I can't stay here there. So I mentioned the, his name. He told me that's that's him. He brought me in. And that's how I got into the program. So it's important to point out that there are no charge for the Salvation Army services because people donate to yes. us and we make these services available to help people get back on their feet. Mm -hmm. So as you entered that transitional program, I would assume you went to classes on 
how to write a resume, um, how to uh, interview with people, how to get your finances together, pay back fines or bills or things like that. Yes. Did you find that helpful in your life? Yes, that's that. We used to do that every, uh, used to be every Wednesday. So you have a case manager who would hold you accountable, yes. saying, okay, George, this is what we need from yes. you over the next three weeks. And, and you have to report back to that case manager saying, okay, I did this, this, and this, yes. or I didn't do that. And the case manager is going to reprimand you a little bit and say, yes. George, we're trying to get you on your feet. You got to do what we're guiding you to do. Tell me about that experience. Uh, well, that was uh, Angelo. Yep. I, I, was, I never asked him I call him Cruz because he drives that motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> well, Angelo was my case manager. Uh, he, like you said, they, he explained everything, and they, and they wanted me to, every month out of my check to put this amount. I always put over the amount because I want to keep saving more so that way I can maybe find a place I can afford and still have extra money. So, every so it's time. important to point out that you had to have skin in the game. We didn't just give you things and enable you. We were actually helping you to get on your own two feet. Yes. And we didn't get you on your feet. You got yourself mm -hmm. on your feet. Yes. And that's the important thing for people to understand because 300 beds are filled every night in Orlando mm -hmm. with shelter. A thousand meals a day come out of that little tiny kitchen we have that uh -huh. eventually is going to be renovated and modernized. Um, and so a lot goes on there. And I would say that the, the emergency and the transitional populations are different because you have a lot of guys who come in that shelter who are dealing with mental illness, addictions, bitterness, anger. And there's a rough population there. And some of the transition, they're trying to get their lives together and they're working on those problems. So talk to me about how that felt with the different kind of people that you were living with. It was an experience for me because I knew about homeless, but not like this. This was a big experience for me because day by day, I saw some, how many was there, and they would talk to me. Some would drink a lot. Some would used to use pills. So I used to talk to them and say, they used to ask me, do you? And I said, no, no, I seen it all, but I, that wasn't for me. But why don't you get off for it? That way you can get on your feet and get your your, your life together. Because meantime you're on that, you're you're not you're always going to be in the same right. So hole you 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 and never going to come out. You ended up being kind of a case manager by default. Yeah, by right, yes. people. I just said what I felt. You know. How, how long did you stay in the transitional shelter before you moved into the Booth Towers? Uh, uh three years. Almost three years. Three years. Yes. Okay. And during that time, during three years, you were working with a case manager to get everything in order for your life. Yes. And the other part of that is there's a two or three year waiting list to try to get into yes. the towers because it's so popular and there's yeah. so many people who are in need. Mm -hmm. But we finally got you now. It's important to, point, important to point out with HUD rules, we can't put anybody in front of the line. Yes. You have to go. And basically, the only way people get in the booth and Catherine Bo and William Booth Towers is somebody dies, yeah, right. and then the next person moves in. So yes. you've been in the towers how long now? I'm getting ready to sign up for my fourth, fourth year. Four <laughs> years, yeah. So, uh, so uh, next, 
and it's affordable month. and the wraparound services yes. help you. Yes, everybody uh, is During nice. COVID, I saw you out. We would every week give out 1,250 boxes of, yes. of food yes. to people on a regular basis. You were out there. Yes. We put up an 8,700 square foot tent to help the, the people who are unhoused because of social distancing. Yes. I've seen you out there helping and befriending a lot of those guys. Um, so you have given back of yourself yes. from people gave to you and poured into you. You gave to other people with the things that you do. And, and uh, we're really grateful for how you pour, you're pouring yourself into people. Yes. I see you sitting out every day talking to people or, or every once in a while I've seen you say, that's not right. You can't do that. If you want to, you know, if you want well, I, well, them to I continue feeding, you got to do this yes, right. Yes, I, I, yes, I see. I wanted to help out and volunteer because I like to keep myself busy too. Lately, I haven't been volunteering because my health has been going down. But if you're doing something where I can be standing in, like the last time, I was the one that was giving out the cars that were coming in. Yes, I would ask how many families. And I was the one that would put the paper, sign two families. Oh, you were very helpful. We had a really good job for you, didn't <laughs> yeah, they, we? But there, yes. every single day when I'm going back and forth on the campus, you always wait, raise your hand, yes. speak to me. And if I'm able to stop and we have a little conversation, yes. uh, it, you do my heart well. Uh, because every day I wake up to try to help people who are going through tough times. Mm -hmm. And again, every person who is homeless or unhoused is not a bad person. No. Uh, the majority of the people I've met in the unhoused community are people who just had bad things happen to them and they just need an extra hand that you can move on, mm -hmm. that you don't have to uh, be in, in that situation for a long time. But, but it's important to point out that you put skin in the game. Mm -hmm. You made a conscious decision and a spiritual decision at yes. one time. I got to get my life together. Mm -hmm. And these are the things I have to do to get there. So mm -hmm. we're very proud of you for yes. doing that. Uh, I just want to say one little thing if I have a little time. Uh, when I was in the, uh, still in the shelter, I met the, this uh, Mike, his name. I'm not going to say the whole name. He started working as a groundkeeper. He was doing good. I, we got along, with four of us got along, but I'm a good observer. I started noticing he, a couple of times he came a little, you know, he, so I said, Mike, what are you doing? Oh, no, and I just had a beer too. Mike, why are you running it? You got a nice job, you're saving your money, you don't need it. Before you met them guys, did you need it? You're going to go back to where you were? I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you as a friend. All you can do is take my advice. He did. He left out of there with $10,000. So you were sharing with him what you learned in your journey. What I used to always see. Because yes. I, I had friends when I was growing up. I, was, I hanged out in New York in the corner. And I had friends that used to smoke weed. Some used to drink beer, and when they did that, I used to tell them, do it over there, far away from me. Mm. But I seen it all, I seen all that, and I always said, that's not for me. That's why I don't know why I picked up smoking. I picked it up to show off with the girls, <laughs> and they picked up that. Now, but, a quick question, at William and Catherine Booth Towers, do you have girlfriends? No. No? no. Okay. 
I, I'm I don't gonna, know. Somewhere I'm gonna down watch, the line. I'm going to watch closer to see if you're really telling me the truth. Because I see you flirting with all those women that walk well, I by. I do joke with them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the Salvation Army and the services of the Salvation Army helped you to get on your two feet yeah, and to get into a life of productivity. Yeah. And we are so proud of you for the efforts you made. Yeah, and we're grateful that our donors continue to give yeah. for people like you who just need an extra hand, an extra bit of hope, oh. and a little push to say, you can do this. You're made in God's image. He yeah. loves you. We love you. And you can get through it. Trophy of Grace, George yes. Carrion, God bless you. I just want to say what that question you said. In William Booth, they all, not, they all call me the joker because whenever they call my name, the first thing I say is, it wasn't me. <laughs> okay. oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep my so. eyes peeled on you just watch them watching you. God bless you, George, yes, and thank yes, you thank for you. your life, a, a life well lived. God yeah. bless you. Yes. Behind the Shield is powered by News 6, United Way, City of Orlando and Orange County.